What's up? What's up, family? Welcome or welcome back to Self-Defense Sunday, the podcast, a safe space where we meet weekly to reflect on and digest the lessons we're learning all while on our journey to becoming our better selves. I'm your host, Christine, your favorite voice of reason and everything self-advocate. And in this week's segment, we're talking about a healthy isolation. Are you listening? All right. So it would be bad of me to assume that you've been here before. But if you're listening to this episode, then maybe you have listened to at least one other episode of Self-Defense Sunday. Maybe not specifically the ones I'm referring to, but I'm hoping at least one more. All right. Anyways, all of that to say, if you're new here, you should know that I am a very community-based person. If you're not new here, you already know that. And as a community-based person, during all of my growth spurts, I've learned and I still actually have an issue accepting one of my biggest challenges, and that's isolation. Also, as a community-based person, I feel like we, while we got to do stuff by ourselves, we have friends, we have family, we have neighbors, we have mentors. Why do we have to do things alone, right? Am I, am I alone in this thought? And as much as I hate to admit it, stepping away from chaos really is helpful for me. I could probably argue that it's probably helpful for nearly everyone. Boo, right? Yeah. Well, kind of. Because as much like punishment as it sounds or feels, there are real benefits of stepping away and stepping into yourself. So before we get started, let's get grounded. What really is a healthy self-isolation and what can it look like? Self-isolation is a period of time that you dedicate to zero in on yourself. It's a time where you really intentionally distance yourself from the things that may be distracting you. It could be people, social media, work, just ordinary everyday life. You self-isolate to find clarity, peace, or even reach a goal that you have for yourself. We've seen examples of self-isolation almost everywhere, don't front. And you know what? Sometimes it really is punishment, okay? Specifically in the case when we tell toddlers to like sit in a corner and think about what they've done. Yeah, that's a little bit of punishment and a lot of bit of self-isolation. Or sometimes, sometimes you have to self-isolate for the greater good. You find a nice cozy coat closet, you sit inside of it because the acoustics are better, and you record a podcast. Okay? No, but for real. It's, it's so widely practiced, especially in religion and spiritual spaces. All of that to say, a healthy isolation is really not a brand new concept. But... Why are we talking about it today? Well, firstly, we live in a world that's really loud. There are tons of beliefs, voices, sounds, news going on around us. And whether we like it or not, unless we really take time to step away from it, we can be inundated, overwhelmed, just stuffed with information that we don't really need. So isolation helps quiet the noise. Sometimes we're even influenced by the things that we see and hear subconsciously. We don't even realize how ingrained these thoughts, how ingrained these ideas or beliefs like make a home in our minds because we don't even notice or we didn't even notice when they got there. It also limits distractions. In the same vein of the noise that's going on around us, 
There are so many things that pull at our attention on a daily basis. Take myself, for example. I'm probably in the top 25 most easily distracted people there are. And not because I want to be distracted. A lot of times I really want to be focused, okay? Like, you know how much work I could get done in a short amount of time if I was just able to focus on my task? It's really because I get so lost in everything else before I know it, my eyes have wandered off the price. And lastly, self-isolation is almost like a gift to yourself. Think about it. We drag our bodies and our minds through so much. It's like a little gift that we give back to our peace. This probably this is probably deep. This is probably actually pretty dramatic, but I'm very dramatic. But think of all the work that your brain and your body does on a daily basis. And this is without even doing the extracurricular activities. I'm talking you just wake up, have to use your brain to go to work, think about what you're going to eat, you're walking up and down stairs, the bare minimum. The bare minimum is a lot. At least I think so. I live in New York City, so the bare minimum thinking and commuting is a lot on the body and mind. A little self-isolation is like a deep breath for your brain. It's a deep breath for your body. Use it as a moment to give yourself a break. Sheesh. But before you run off, though, I would say that you should probably tell someone, your closest friend, your mom, that you're going on a little hiatus and assure them that you're good if you're good. Isolation is a symptom that overlaps across many mental wellness concerns, and I doubt that you want anyone panicking about it if it isn't necessary. And if you do need help, if you are not good, reach out to someone that you can trust, be that a family, a friend, a professional, and be honest about it. Ain't no shame over here. Personally, I'm way overdue for some self-isolation. I feel full to the top of information, distractions, and everything else that I I could actually use some purging from. I've definitely been feeling the itch to like run off and be alone. You know those getaway houses? I In the back of my mind, I'm always like, just rent a getaway house and go to the woods and be in peace for a moment and let your mind just spill out the thoughts until it's silent. But as a professional overthinker, I'm then like, what if there's animals? Like, do I want to go alone? Like, the point is to go alone, but I'm scared of the animals and the darkness. And so me, hands raised, am the number one person who needs this episode. Somebody send this episode to me. Now, before we go, let's grow. This week's challenge is actually not a challenge at all. It's just a question. If you had to self-isolate, what would your goal be? Relaxation? silence, refocus, prayer, let me know in the Q&A card attached to this episode. I would absolutely love to find ways to engage with you guys here on the Self-Defense Sunday podcast. And that's it and that's all. My goal is to share my experiences honestly in hopes to help at least one person grow into their best selves and become more equipped to defend and protect their overall well-being. Honestly, even if that one person is myself, I'll take it. As ever though, I can't do that without your help. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to rate it, share it, or tell a friend to tell a friend. I hope you have a very, very peaceful week and I will meet you back here next Sunday, right where you're listening to this podcast.